0: Welcome to characters in class where we roll up D and d characters without prior planning or forethought I am one of your hosts Colin Carlton and here's Maddie.
1: <laughs> and I'm Matthew Philly and your other host I think this is the plague episode right because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> we're both dying of some uh, uh unidentifiable it's
1: Somehow we both managed Sinus. to get something that something that's not
0: COVID, and yet and yet, and yet still sucks. So, And yet not the same thing, because we're never in the same room together. It, we, yeah, we actually can't, like,
1: I, I, I think it's been, have we been in the same room since? Co- once. Once. We've seen each other since once. the start of the pandemic in person. Yep. For all of our joking around that we're Balky and Cousin Larry. Yeah. Uh, we don't actually live together. We don't actually live
0: together. <laughs> no. Only in these two little screens on our computers
1: virtually we live together only in our minds
0: virtual virtual housemates <laughs> okay are we ready to roll up some new fantastical characters
1: i'm actually looking forward to what we do while we're both like doped up on on cold medicine and you know like i think there's gonna be some math errors tonight to be honest that's gonna be my prediction
0: this character is definitely going to be named afron
1: they they're gonna name mine Diamond Tap.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Diamond and Afrin.
1: Tonight, tonight we're tonight we are sponsored by Sudafed. No, we're not. <laughs>
0: Can we no, even say it, that legally without you getting in trouble? <laughs> I mean,
1: I don't know if we have to, but it would be kind of funny if we both rolled up like plague doctors or like like cl- uh, clerics of the grave or something. We'll see. will what yeah. we get for numbers. But I think that may. I think that might actually lead my <laughs> lead my thought process tonight.
0: I definitely have some spores somewhere in me right now. (laughs) Shoot, man, don't do that. There we go. There we go. No. Okay. Down we go. Um, Spiraling.
1: All All right. right. Why don't you roll first? All right. I'll roll first. After a stellar start. 10. 11. Okay. Oh, 18. Okay. Hold on. Seven. Yep. Twelve. Okay. Well, oh, I got one more? Yep. All right. <laughs> Have we ever had a three on the show?
0: Oh wow. I, you know what? Do you roll four once?
1: I rolled four once. I'm actually going to take a photo of this for our social media.
0: Well, clearly three is your real life constitution modifier at the moment. That
1: I just, I just took a photo because I I can't, I roll characters all the time, both for the show and not for the show. And I have, I can't tell you the last time I got a rock bottom. Oh, I'm going to have fun. That's, this gotta be something fun to do with that.
0: Yeah. With a three. Sure. Three. What
1: three? Oh my God. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, uh, you roll yours, and then I'll. Or do you want to read mine back, and then I'll.
0: Yeah, yeah. All uh, right. so in ascending order, you have a three. Jesus. A seven. Hold on, my pen die. Okay. A three, oh, a no. seven. oh, your pen die. How fitting. Everything is going wrong tonight. Everything okay. A three apart. a seven. Ten. Ten. Eleven. Eleven. Twelve. Oh boy. Eighteen is your big knock them out of the park. Wow. That is abysmal. I mean,
1: aside from the 18, that is an abysmal character right there.
0: I'm not even sure if you can uh, knock that up to the hit points you really want. I know. I mean,
1: I know I'll find something where I can bump that 12 to a 14 to try to get some hit points, but I think that's... That's that's, that's harsh. That's awful.
0: (laughs) Okay. For me, I am starting off with a 10. Okay. And the second roll is uh, 10. Oh, boy. Okay. Third roll is 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Better. And now we're at 13. Okay. Okay. That's all right uh 13 again
1: mhm
0: you got one, one more. more yeah nine no. colin we are rolling how we feel tonight i well i don't know where the 18 i think
1: maybe the 18 is where, where, when the when the drugs kick yes, in and i feel yeah, a little yeah, slightly yeah. better um although i have in all my years of playing this game and games like it i've never Run into someone who rolls staggeringly average as often as you do. Like, usually it's people roll real bad or real good. Like, very rarely does somebody roll just a crap ton of plus zeros and plus ones.
0: That's what it says on my business card. Staggeringly <laughs> average. Staggeringly <laughs> average.
1: So you got in ascending order nine. Great. Two tens. Sure. Two thirteens. And a 14. Cool. I actually know exactly what I would do with your stats, but I'm not sure what I should do with mine.
0: Um man, where am I even gonna go with this?
1: I'm diving headlong into Spores Druid. Right. Um
0: I mean that seems that seems like a good call.
1: Because I'm going here's here's my thought here. The 18 for wisdom, 18 fixes the class, whatever, as long as you've got something in there. I mean, I don't know. Do I go with, do, do, so because no matter what I can grab, no matter what species I go with, I can get a a 12, a 14 and an 18. Those are some okay stats. And then sure. I can really lean into like, I can maybe do three for charisma. Sure. Or three for, I could do three for strength and like lean in on like, like a, like a, like a gross little like half dead goblin or something like that. Or <laughs> um, three for intelligence. I, feel three bad for picking
0: intelligence. Up. I mean, is that even audible? Like, can you, it's what a dog words
1: in game. A dog has, uh, you know what? I'm actually going to.
0: I felt I thought a dog had a four for intelligence.
1: I'm going to I'm actually looking it up because this is something I feel like this is important.
0: This this is very important. This is worth it.
1: All right. The, they don't have a baseline dog, they just have the mastiff. Sure. Um but a mastiff has an intelligence of three. Okay. So this character if he has an intelligence of three he's as smart as a dog which is okay i've known some smart dogs in my life um for sure or or you or it could lean into super low strength and have them just be completely feeble and i could still d- do it or have have him be just kind of grotesque and go with the charisma like is it a sports or i mean you can build a decent rogue with these stats. No, you really can't. I mean, you can be able to build <laughs> a decent rogue with it.
0: Can you build a decent anything with these stats?
1: No, you can build a functional character with, with, with an 11, a 12, and an 18 with, with throwing the stats around. You can build a decent character. It's, what, what do you do with the hot mess of a 3 and a 7? Yeah. Um. And, I mean, the 10 is fine. Everybody, anytime a character doesn't have a 10 or 11 in there, I, I, I'm like, you know, nothing average? Like, not, you're either really good or really bad at everything. He's like, nothing average, but um man what do you what what are you thinking with your staggering i, I see i i have i have i have a, a a trick that i do when i see that exact number spread right there but i'm curious where you're Oh, thinking. for mine yeah
0: yeah i mean i'm probably not going to do what you would typically do but <laughs> uh i am going to do and i just i accidentally swiped away in my D D beyond here oh, we oh. go um, So I'm going to use a turtle. Okay. Because uh, I like them, but but also because you know I can use the shell as as something to help me with my defensive properties. Mm-hmm. Um, is this new that you can choose your size? Is that one of the new updates for turtle? Yes. Uh, yeah. For,
1: right? It's in the the newer not not all of them, but a lot of them now let you choose smaller, medium.
0: Yeah, cuz I feel like I didn't get that choice when I was building my wizard. Uh for no, they falling. used to
1: be just medium for them, but yeah, they they've, they've yeah. given you a little bit to wiggle a little bit of wiggle little bit of wiggle room there. Let me say so that 10 times
0: fast. I uh I, I it's not what I want to do, but I feel like the only fair thing to do with these stats is to pick a small turtle.
1: Yeah, good I mean, guy. this is
0: this is not these are not the stats of a of a large statured turtle. Mhm. I am going to take animal handling as per my own bullshit rule that if I'm an animal, I have to take animal handling. Where I just was, was picking the class. And I feel like, I feel like maybe I can pick a bard.
1: Okay. Turtle bard.
0: A turtle bard. I have an idea of what I'm going to go for, because I I recognize that with these numbers, this is not a playable character. I mean,
1: it would be possible with your with that with your stats to get a sixteen, which is a good baseline for a uh, uh, for any class as long as your main stat is a sixteen. If you put your plus two from whatever for from the turtle right. into that and then you can bump a 14 a 13 to a 14 for a secondary stat and that I mean, as long as you're not going with a complicated class like a barbarian or a monk that needs a bunch of stats you could probably make him playable he's just he's not going to be an all-star he's going to be no. kind of no no
0: definitely not the rock star of the group uh ironic but yeah i think i'm going to go with a small turtle bard uh i think i am going to make this character a a stand-up tortle comedian (laughs) because when i'm looking at a nine two tens two thirteens and a 14 that just screams to me like the building blocks of someone with enough childhood trauma to go into the entertainment profession and become a comedian
1: so have i ever told you when i lived in man i lived in i lived in new york i lived in brooklyn and spent a lot of time in manhattan and i only knew three types of people I only knew... I, my landlord was a drug dealer. And my best friend was was there in a modeling contract. And then another friend was part of the stand-up comic commu- community. And I will go to my grave saying the least stable, the most angry of those three. You would, you would think it would be one of the others, but the stand-up comics were the ones that were in the most distress Yep, And uh, my friend with the modeling contract said, she explained it away very simply with, she goes, if I'm having a bad day, I can convince someone to take me out to dinner. Chad can't. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and yep. Chad was up on stage having a meltdown. I watched him quit comedy in live. I watched it happen at, in real time. And it was the most horrifying thing in the world. And there that was the, sounds, chief, the childhood I mean, trauma.
0: <laughs> I can't say that that doesn't sound right. You know,
1: yeah, man, I'm looking at these. So, with a three and a seven, I have some, I have multiple funny options here, and I'm now I'm having trouble deciding which funny options.
0: Well, yeah, he that's can, the opposite end, right?
1: Yeah, he can be weak, extremely weak, very uncharismatic. Could be extremely dim-witted kind of weak but okay with charisma he can be um moderately strong and have no social skills and no no education. um i don't i'm having trouble deciding where to put the stats
0: right because because now you're not going for optimization you're going for well there's, there's so much
1: comedy to be had yeah. here
0: i guess um, you're going for comedic optimization so
1: one of the thoughts i don't think i'm going to do this and only because i, I have too much respect for this particular type of character in D. um i've been wanting to make a thry the the praying mantis people from the spell books
0: oh right
1: and i was thinking of putting charisma in three because thry can't speak and maybe like every social interaction is really uncomfortable for people because they can only kind of send out like vague thoughts about their about what's going on, and so he just communicates very poorly through his alien means of communication.
0: So they're a telekinetic race.
1: Yeah, um, just just like almost like um, like through I suppose it's telepathic, but you, you could play it up as like bug pheromones or something like that. and they got no they've got no mouth to talk with. They've got like the pincer things, you know. So right. like. Um
0: so they just
1: Yeah, exactly. And then and then they just telepathically talked a bit to their companions. Um which could be
0: kind of wild. Um that could be fun. You know in game that would cause uh I would imagine in-game that would cause a lot of uh problematic or at least potentially problematic interactions.
1: But... What, what we could, <laughs> excuse me, what I could, um, what I would play it off as is like his companions are used to him. So he, like, And they can telepathically speak. Like the whole point is you can talk to people. You just can't talk to, out loud to people. You can communicate. Um, And the game conceit is that they can communicate just fine. It's right. just they can only communicate telepathically. They just right. can't talk okay. out loud. So there's no problem there unless he's got a three in charisma and he doesn't actually know how to talk to other people and maybe that's the that's the comedy there is that like he's not a bad person he just doesn't he he didn't
0: spend a lot of time outside of the hive right because it's telepathic like instead of having a normal conversation with someone you blurt out whatever actual thought is in your head that you don't want anybody to ever hear
1: it's perpetual mistranslation yeah he, he only he puts everything in perspective of a giant bug species
0: oh sure you
1: know like he uses the vocabulary of the thrycreen and like you don't want to hear about the queen's jelly <laughs> you know and it's always there's always some mistranslation from bug to anything else and he perpetually makes people uncomfortable i am okay. going to go with druid because that makes it even funnier because he's good with like creatures terrible terrible with other humanoids
0: yeah, uh, that works.
1: That works. Um, Perfect. I am going, and I'm I'm announcing it right now. I am going to make a not dorky cream on this show in the future because I love them. They're from they're originally from Dark Sun, which is one of my favorite settings when I was a kid. But I will make a dorky Thrycreen first. Um, yeah, I think you've made a turtle. We should go through what the, what the species have, but um.
0: Oh yeah, sure. But yeah, uh, I mean, I I really enjoy turtles, so.
1: Okay, this is. You've, you're playing one. over you've, you've played one over on Ravenfall. You've made one here.
0: Yeah. So basically, so basically, you're a large turtle person. Mm-hmm. For you know anybody who doesn't know, uh, you're a humanoid. Now you have two sizes to choose from: small and medium. You have the normal thirty walking speed. Uh, you've got claws that you can hit with and deals 1d6 plus your strength modifier you can hold breath for up to one hour um, which probably never comes in handy because i don't think anybody ever does a water campaign but if you did this is the way to go your armor oh you want to talk something about well, I was okay. going to
1: say, there's so many cool options for water campaigns. Why people don't do it. You've got Tritons. You've got water elves, sea elves, You've got water yep. Genasi. You've got turtles, You've got Grung. You've got, like, I, I, I know I want to run it. You, you could run a water campaign and not have your characters worry about drowning pretty easy. You could
0: run it. <clears throat> oh, man. We are. <laughs> we just, we just, Jesus just, Christ. The, the, uh, the audio on this episode is going to be a nightmare. We can't even, like, take enough water breaks to make it worthwhile
1: <laughs> this is so this is legitimately funny this is people are going to worry they can get a cold through the podcast yeah right? when they, they listen to this they're like... going to take out their earbuds
0: because they're worried about cross-contamination coughing and snot through this whole <laughs> episode Oh, so you were saying with the so cause... i was saying you could run a whole like atlantis type mm-hmm. thing and and have it be awesome uh but i just never hear about people doing that.
1: You know, this has actually inspired me. I think maybe I'll try to push for something for a one shot or for a shorter campaign over on Ravenfall. Yeah, because I, you know, it's funny. So uh, when you're playing video games growing up, the i it's ice or water levels are the worst. Oh yeah, right. It's either Mario sliding off the ice and falling into the pit, or like you're you're peeing your pants trying to get out, get through before you run out of air. Like those are the two worst yeah. levels. But if you're playing a tabletop game, it's a little bit more forgiving. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, as long as you pick your your characters right.
1: So, and, and so turtles, turtles are, was it a long, was it a long holding breath or are they actually
0: amphibious in this? Uh, you can hold your breath for up to one hour. Okay, so, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't technically say they're amphibious, but I think it's kind of implied. Yeah. I mean, some of them
1: actually say you can breathe underwater without, you know, indefinitely. So that's. Because um, I
0: guess, because turtles can't, right?
1: No, they, they do They hold air. their
0: breath. Sea turtles and tortoises, because tortoises actually don't swim.
1: Right, turtles. Tortoises. Turtle swim. Turtles don't. Tor- turtles. Tortoises don't. Tortoises. They. Um. Uh. They. I, I'm pretty sure they like sea tor- Sea turtles. Sea turtles. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Have re- either really good lung capacity or really slow metabolism, so they can hold their yes. like they don't. They can stand underwater for a long yes. time, but yeah, they do. They they they're not. They don't actually breathe water. No. Now I really want to run a water campaign and just tell all the players that you can choose to not play something that can breathe underwater.
0: But that's your choice. So that's your choice.
1: And there are like seventeen. There's a lot of options. Uh huh. Even even air genasi can hold their breath indefinitely, so you don't have to. Um, you don't necessarily. You know what? Well, you're better off being a water genasi. But then I actually want to make that happen. And there's a lot of classes. This whole. Yeah, like this whole warlock and sorcerer and and uh, other stuff like this. This whole classes that are based around being in the water.
0: There's lots of options. I mean, I think it sounds super cool. But yeah, well, now know. my brain's going in that way. Um, so also the the reason why I picked the turtle and because it's come in handy is it boosts your AC. Yes. So your shell provides you with a base AC of 17 your dexterity modifier doesn't affect this number so basically uh you can't beat that if Mm -hmm. you if you didn't roll amazing like i did now like that's great go for that and you can duck into your shell and it gives you let me look up there uh when you withdraw into your shell as an action until you emerge, you gain a plus four bonus to your AC. Mm-hmm. So right there, now you're over 20. And you can have advantage on strength and constitution saving throws while in your shell. You are prone, however, and your speed is zero, and you can't uh, increase that. And you have you disadvantage just, on dexterity saving throws. You so, become a hockey puck. Yeah, basically. But, you know, it's a little bit of a trade-off. Mm-hmm.
1: So with Thrycreen, they also have have uh, have they have a Chameleon Carapace. So uh-huh. their base AC is 13 plus your Dexterity. I didn't pick this for that on purpose, but that actually makes me wonder if I should... I was going to do the um, Bump Con uh, more and Bump uh, Dex a little, but maybe I'll flip-flop it so that I could get the AC up a little bit more. But um, yeah. you can also change the color of your Carapace. I think this actually leans into him being a weirdo um you can change it to the color of texture of your surroundings and giving you advantage on stealth checks and i'm thinking maybe he accidentally startles people a lot because he's constantly changing to match the environment
0: oh sort of like a chameleon
1: yeah like and like he'll just be standing there and you won't see him and like um they also can be smaller i'm not making them small i I, that somehow like a, a a three foot tall praying mantis person is actually more disturbing yes. than a six foot tall one i'd almost rather him be
0: human-sized yes absolutely
1: and this uh they have dark vision they're sleepless much like a lot of the other ones again this is making him a weirdo um you do not require sleep and can remain conscious for a long rest though you must still refrain from strange activities like can you imagine him just sitting there like not moving resting but wide awake the whole time yeah um and then you'll love this Colin. i think this is going to make you interested in playing one of these in the future You have two slightly smaller secondary arms below your primary pair of arms. The secondary arms can manipulate an object, open or close a door or a container, pick up or set down tiny object, or wield a weapon that has the light property. You got little
0: tiny arms underneath your big arms. Let me tell you, the things I could do with little tiny arms (laughs) underneath my actual arms, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, like it, you want them in real life, right? I, yeah, of course, of course. Why wouldn't I? I, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would take that just for that purpose.
1: That is, yeah. See, I. This is one of the reasons why I love. They're so weird, and they're not. They're they're in Spelljammer, but they weren't a Spelljammer thing. They were like this desert planet, creepy, uh-huh. um, kind of vibe.
0: Spelljammer like, just picked it up, right?
1: I mean, they make sense because all of the. Species that they added with Spelljammer are just off the wall. Um, uh-huh. And people have wanted Dark Sun for a long time. So that at least, you know, people could get um, get a little bit of that, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, so you're doing Bard. Yeah, I'm going to do Bard because that seems funny. Uh, I, I grabbed a Dulcimer for no real reason. Besides the fact that I think I want to say, if I remember what a dulcimer sounds like, I feel like he could tell a joke and have it do like a sound. And I could be wrong <laughs> about that. My musical instrument knowledge is, is you know, not that deep. Uh, bird pipes, because he probably thought they sounded funny. Just the name. A mm-hmm. hand drum, because not that I think he has a drum, but I think he's just going to drum on his turtle shell. Like the front part, like the chest part of the shell. So he kind of just drums his so he's, hand. He's
1: using it. his shell as his... um,
0: As a hand drum. Hmm. Uh, I grabbed insight because somebody who is probably like that is probably going to do a lot of people watching and be a little withdrawn. Mm-hmm. So I thought that might work a little bit. Performance, obviously, because why are you going to be a bard and not take performance as a proficiency? Right. Uh Arcana. I grabbed for spells almost nothing productive. <laughs> like I took dancing lights, because if I remember right, turtles can't see in the dark. Vicious Mockery, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Bane, because as we've said a thousand times, I love Bane. So that's probably like the most productive one. And Vicious Mockery isn't anything to like uh uh, sneer at. Cure Wounds because I think that he probably has asthma and so <laughs> he'll use Cure Wounds as like an inhaler. Uh, I took Sleep too because I figure in a bad spot, maybe he can try and put everybody to sleep. Mm. And uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter because that also sort of falls into that stand-up comedian territory.
1: Can you take... Can you make a stand-up comic and not take um and not take uh hideous laughter? I
0: guess you could take I guess if you wanted to make a stand-up comedian in like a Gallagher respect, like a like a smash comic kind of Mm -hmm. deal. But oh man, I mean now that I'm thinking about that, you could do that and probably with the right roles multi-classes like a barbarian yep a like bard barian a bard barian and smash fruit on the stage that's how you could do that that might be fun
1: there would be something funny if you actually like were a strength-based bard who's goes full Gal- gallagher and like laugh god damn it <laughs> yeah this is funny
0: yeah that that could be pretty fun so yeah, uh, so that's my guys so far. I'm loading in my ability scores right now. But what are you, what section are you on?
1: Um, well, I'll do the ability scores and then I'll backtrack to spells um, just because I just entered them. I did, um, I put a 10 in strength. Normally I might dump strength on a druid, but I think I'm leaning in on, with the stats as bad as they are, I'm right. leaning in hard on this. Um, 10 in strength, 12 in dexterity, which I'll put the plus and plus two into 14 to give him a little bit of acs so That'll get him an AC up to 15. Um, Constitution 11, which I'll bump to 12 for the little bit of extra hit points. I usually, I probably, I'm always tempted to put the Constitution as the second highest, but I'm going to use some self restraint and try it that way. I'm doing intelligence in seven. Um, because he's not, he doesn't know much about the world. Like, I think he actually is a, tra- a far traveler of some kind. Like he's, completely uneducated about the world that he's in when during this adventure uh-huh um 18 in wisdom and a three in charisma just leaning in on having no social skills at all yeah um four spells and with druids um they get two he'll, he starts off with two cantrips and five spells here's my question i always try to take an attack cantrip Right. Yeah. And and Druids have a lot of good attack yeah. cantrips, like a lot of good attack cantrips. But I've never taken and I'm always curious about infestation.
0: Yeah, we talked about this for Halloween, I think, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think it, yeah. I don't think either one of us took it, but you cause a cloud of mites, fleas, or other parasites to momentarily appear on one creature you can see within range. Constitution saving throw that take 1d6 da- 1d6 poison damage and then move 5 feet in a random direction. Um, and then you roll to see which direction they go in. And in, in, in terms of him making other people uncomfortable, I think that just that's too perfect to not take. So I'm going to take that. And then the question is do I take something super useful like Shalele, or do I just go with like Druid Craft or something? Or,
0: uh, oh, I would just do Druid Craft because yeah. then you could just be weird.
1: and and druids get they get guidance like if i wanted to optimize them i would take guidance but that would be um uh almost too optimized yeah um and then he gets oh god they get such weird spells at level one um he knows that he's wise enough to take one healing spell he'll take healing word
0: Okay. Just the one. Um. Yeah, that's that's all you need. I
1: think. Oh God! Just for comedy's sake, he's gonna take speak with animals. Okay. And druids can actually swap out their spells on a daily basis, so that's actually it's not like permanent. But I think I think, occasionally when he gets confused, he he'll cast speak with animals to ask the animal for help. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? What is this? I mean, there is something called beast bond. You create a telepathic link with one beast you touch that's friendly to you. The beast can understand your, your messages, can communicate simple concepts. Um, when the link is active, the beast gains advantage on no attack rolls against any creature within five feet. Um, I am tempted to do something like that, but maybe just talking is okay for now, right? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I th- I think that's fine.
1: Um, this is he's gonna take he's gonna take Goodberry
0: what is what is goodberry
1: oh wait actually
0: i've seen it but talk about it
1: goodberry um up to 10 berries appear in your hand and are infused with magic for the duration the creature can use its action to eat one berry eating a berry restores one hit point and the berry provides enough, enough nourishment to sustain a creature for the day the berries lose their potency if they have not been consumed within 24 hours so part of his weird way of interacting with people is to offer them food and so he'll conjure good berries, which are not going to be berries; they're going to be little like caviar eggs. And oh so there's not, and but so, he, <laughs> um, it's going to take fairy fire because that's his panic move. Yeah. Like if he get if he gets startled, he just casts fairy fire so that he can see everything. So it's actually like, I I know it's a good spell, but he casts he doesn't cast it for like optimization. He casts it because he panics. Yep um
0: oh, i i like that that's hilarious
1: and then um oh god what does earth tremor do
0: oh earth tremor is uh earth tremor is pretty good that's like kind of a legit one
1: yeah you cause a tremor on the ground within range each creature must make a deck saving throw 1d6 bludgeoning damage and not prone you know what, he's going to take that too, because that's another, like, a lot of him is, like, not knowing what to do, and then if, if he finds himself in a bad situation, he'll cast, like, Earth Tremor and try to, like, knock people over so he can run away. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, so he's got, Sep so gives him Druidcraft and Infestation for Cantrips, and then Earth Tremor, Fairy Fire, Goodberry Healing Word, and Speak with Animals for his Spells. Um, and I'm thinking he's probably, he's either going to be a spores druid to go real weird or a wa- yeah. or a, or a um, moon druid and not spend a lot of time like another one of his panic moves is just to become a giant bug. <sighs> and all of his animal shapes are giant bugs right like he always leans into like he's never a bear like a normal person he's like it, it, it's always some kind of thing with too many legs
0: a giant dung beetle
1: yep like there's there's always i'll go through the whole i will find insects on every page of the monster manual and and, and, you, and that would be all, the only things he casts are bugs
0: huge centipede
1: yep if he needs to fly he's like a moth or a um like a, a wasp or something
0: yeah i think a wasp would be too intimidating
1: yeah he's it's all subtle like he's he's a fruit fly
0: oh my god a giant fruit fly
1: yeah that's the worst um by the way the description for the tele- telepathy without the assistance of magic it they stashed it underneath languages on the on the um description part of the character creation screen. Right. without the assistance of magic you can't you can't speak the non-thru Thriqueen cream languages, you know. Instead, you must use telepathy to convey your thoughts. You have know, the magical ability to transmit your thoughts mentally to willing creatures you can see within 120 feet. The contact a creature doesn't need to share language with you to understand your thoughts, but it must be able to understand at least one language. The telepathic link to a creature is broken if you and the creature move more than 120 feet apart. If either of you are incapacitated or if either of you mentally breaks the contact. So, like, the party could get sick of him and just shut him down. Like, no, I'm not listening to your telepathic signals anymore. Stop it. Um, that would be so on brand. Oh, you know what's okay. He does get one other language that he can understand. He gets common. I suppose the newer the newer species always gives you common. What would be uh, have you looked at the backgrounds for years yet?
0: Yes, uh, I have actually. Uh, okay, so real quick, I'll just run through my scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used the one plus one plus one plus one. And I tossed that into where I tossed my lowest ones just sure. to edge them up a little bit. So that takes strength to an 11, uh, dexterity. I got a 13 in constitution, 13 intelligence, 11, wisdom, 10 and charisma is the 14. So that helped me a little bit. Mm. Okay. So for background, uh, I don't know if I had just never seen this one before or if it's new or what, but Celebrity Adventurer. <laughs> <laughs> that is from
1: a hidden gem of D&D books for the audience at home. It's from the Acquisitions Incorporated book.
0: Okay, I was wondering if it was from that one.
1: And I've always said it's, it is is a weird concept, you know, being a business Of running an adventuring group, but if you look at the materials in that book, it's amazing. Like they have got backgrounds like gambler, um, uh, plaintiff, plaintiff. You can be a plaintiff. Yep. Like they've got they've got some great. but It's worth it for the backgrounds alone if you can get a copy of it. Um. So 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 you're being yeah.
0: Let's see if I have enough (laughs) oxygen in my diseased lungs to describe this because. i wasn't gonna go this way with him but then when i read this i was like oh this is this is pretty funny i like this Mm. uh your family name strikes fear and admiration in the hearts of the common folk but that's got nothing to do with you (laughs) songs and stories celebrating the adventuring exploits of your famous parent are widely known kids across the land grew up wishing they were you but being the child of a famous adventurer wasn't all hugs and kisses. You seldom saw your celebrity adventurer parent, and when they were around, it was all about them and tales of slaying this demon or vanquishing that dragon. All too often, you'd be woken out of a sound sleep by someone standing outside your home screaming about the latest threat to the town, the region, or the world. In the end, all you have to show for your lineage is your name. Most of the family's money went for consumables, from potions of healing and spell scrolls to copious amounts of dwarven ale. And everyone accepts you to or everyone expects you to swing a sword or sling spells like your famous forebear, making it doubtly making it doubly hard for you to prove yourself. So this is
1: perfect for a stand-up comic.
0: It's perfect, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna name this guy. Uh, good. Uh, okay. I'm gonna name him Derek Goodnight. Okay. And so goodnight would be, you know, whatever his adventuring surname is. I also gave him like some weird languages because I thought maybe he would take like linguistics in college or something and it's completely useless now. So, uh, Gith, I gave him as a language. Gith or Gith? Gith, TH. Halfling and Draconic. No reason. Just Just all electives, right? All electives. All electives. (laughs) Gave him persuasion uh because you know that's probably how he gets through life and then the the background feature comes with name dropping you know <laughs> you know and have met any number of powerful people across the land and some of them might even remember you you might be able to wrangle minor assistance from a major figure in a campaign at the dm discretion uh, additionally the common folk treat you with difference and your heritage and the stories you tell might be good for a free meal or a place to sleep so basically this tortle comedian with a bad constitution and asthma is trying to make it through the world on his own dime you know just telling jokes but all anybody really wants to know is you know what good night's kid is up to, or you know, tell a story of your parents vanquishing of such and such or whatever. Mm. This so, is yeah. perfect.
1: Especially because with the mediocre stats, like his mom and dad definitely had like multiple 18s. Yes, right? yes. And
0: yes. he's over
1: here like with capping out at 14.
0: Oh, uh and not even on
1: a useful skill, like for like, adventure. Like you can't swing a sword with a 14 in charisma.
0: Like like his shell chips easy. It's <laughs> not even a question. Like he just he bumps into a wall and like a piece of his shell just chips off. Like he has issues. Perfect. Let's um, see. Um I should probably give him a weapon, but like what what am I gonna give? What am I gonna give this guy? Give him wow.
1: Give him something that would stand in. You know, a sling <laughs> slings are funny in this game. Like, I am a big fan of slings, especially if you can pick up magic ball, magic uh, stone for your first oh, spell. Sure. Like you can, but I mean, a sling would be good because that, like, what is he like throwing? Like, he's got a sock. Yeah. Um, you could okay, go see. like what? What? What would a mic stand be? A club or a staff?
0: Oh. Oh, geez, that'd be great. Yeah, mic right? stand, like, probably mic club, stand,
1: right? I would say one hand, if he's going to do it one hand to do a club, if he's going to like hold the whole mic stand in both hand, do a staff.
0: Let's say say a club. All right. Let's say a club. Uh, I'll give him a diplomat's pack. Perfect. Two cases of maps and scrolls, set of fine clothing that he probably never puts on. (laughs) Uh, Bottle of ink and an ink pen. That's good. He needs to write down his jokes. Uh, A lamp. Sure. Two flasks. Uh, two flasks of oil. Got it. Mm. Uh, five sheets of paper paper, and a vial of perfume. Sealing wax and soap. That's Perfect. all pretty weird.
1: Um, so I was trying to find the weirdest background possible for this guy. And, you know, you think, okay, maybe hermit. That's a pretty standard issue, but that would make sense. Or outlander or even far traveler. Um, I thought about going with uh, the astral traveler like we like we did uh, but uh, but that's almost too optimal here. And I've always uh, poked around with the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica background that are specific to Magic: The Gathering, but maybe reflavoring it for something because get right. this, the the Golgari agent. And I, I know a little bit about Ravnica because I read the book. I like the I like the material in there. I would never I would never run a Magic: The Gathering game, but the materials there are pretty awesome. It's actually where our last episode, no, two two episodes ago, um, I used one of those species that are included in there. So it's a, it's a cool it's cool stuff. But um, the lore I would actually work with the DM to like how do we make this work in your world? But a Golgari agent is you are a member of a teeming horde, one small part of a sprawling organism. Just as you are part of the swarm, the swarm is part of a larger ecosystem—a never-ending cycle of life, death, rot, and rebirth. You have spent your life in the slow churn of that ecosystem, in the dark places where the city where, of the city, where the messy parts of existence are on display. There is a little there is little screamishness among the Golgari. No fear of death or taboo about the dead, just fierce affirmation of the cycle. Yeah, this works for a druid with poor human skills, doesn't it? Yeah. Um
0: yeah i like that
1: they come with nature and something else that i've already taken i'm gonna guess because i think i took survival i bet you they come with nature and survival but so i just swapped in stealth for the other option because he's good at accidentally startling people yeah that's Um, good gets an extra language um and then the the background feature is Again, you'd have to, like, if you're not running a, ma- uh, a Magic the Gathering game, kind of work with a DM to figure out how it works. But you know the hidden underground pathways that you can use to bypass crowds, obstacles, and observation as you move through the city. When you aren't in combat, you and your companions can, uh, you lead, can travel between any two locations in the city twice as fast as your speed would normally allow. The path of the undercity are haunted by dangers that rarely brave the light of the service world, so your journey isn't guaranteed to be safe. And that's actually very much like the Urchin's ability um, to find back roads and stuff in a city. Yeah. So probably just, like, lean in on that. Like, say there's a place where he's, he's good at getting around. Um, he speaks Thrycreen. Um The Golgari agent only had giant... I don't know what a crawl is. Elvis giant or crawl. You can pick one of those three languages.
0: Crawl? I'm looking like, up what a crawl is. C-A-R-W-L? Yeah, uh, C A U W L. Crawl. Oh, an insect type,
1: in, in, an insectile crawl lurk in the tunnels below the street level. Many are loyal to the Golgari swarm. Um, so it's a bug language. Oh. Um, I'm going to just give him Elvish because Um. for now. Mm
0: hmm.
1: What I would ask of the DM is, is there anything that might be like a crawl in game? (laughs) Like, can he speak bug to another? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take it anyway. And then whoever this character, whatever game this uh, character is in, we can swap crawl out for whatever weird thing the DM has in store. Um,
0: Oh, yeah, that would be a good idea.
1: And also and they're they're um, proficient with the poisoners kit. (laughs) So that's that's nice and friendly.
0: Yeah. That's pretty fitting.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. Druid starting equipment is very simple. A wooden shield or any simple weapon. I'm going to give him a wooden shield because I like the idea of him holding a shield in his little hand.
0: Yeah, yeah, so he would use the little hands for the shield, right? Yep. Okay.
1: I like He's it. A wooden shield. Actually what what he can do. This is fu- the funny thing with if you can hold a shield With the one little hand, he can probably. I'd have to check the rules, but use the the, the larger dice roll if he's swinging a staff. Oh, um, I think that's how it works. I'm gonna give him, he's gonna have a little, he's gonna have a staff and a little shield, leather armor, which he won't use because he's got the um, the shell um explorer's pack and a druidic focus his druidic focus is going to be oh it's something horrifying like it's it's something that's made out of like the dried fluids that bugs secrete like he's like it's like it's like a like like, you know like like a like a like a fetish not in the Sexy way, but you know what I mean, like the 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 like 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 um in the totemic kind of way, yeah. And whatever it is, whenever you look at it, if you're not a thrice green, it kind of makes the room spin a little bit, and it's super uncomfortable. Like it has too many sides to it, and you don't know what's wrong with it, and it makes you slightly oh. nauseous if you look at it too long.
0: Oh,
1: um. Oh, get. So this is this is beautiful. When you are a Golgari agent. You start with a Golgari insignia. That's probably meaningless. <laughs> a poisonous kit, A pet beetle or spider. He has a pet. Oh, wow. The pet beetle. I'm thinking, what's the one with the, like, the rhino horn? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh... Oh, boy. I mean, I do not know the name.
1: but And he has speak with animals. So he talks to the beetle all the time. He's constantly having conversations with the beetle, which has an intelligence of one.
0: Now, does speak with animals let you speak to insects? Because technically, an insect, I mean, I guess in the broad umbrella, it is an animal. But I'm actually checking, much like how we are animals.
1: Can you speak to bugs with the speak with animals spell? Come on, because Jeremy Crawford. I unless it's categorized as mindless, it looks like it would count as an animal. As long, and it's and if it's not a like a magical spider, like there's certain right. spiders that are more more than animals, like sure. that are listed, they'd be listed as like an aberration or a monstrosity instead of a beast. So um,
0: there's spiders and then there's Shelob.
1: Yeah, actually, exactly. I actually think I actually think in the Monster Manual, the average bug is re- is referenced as a beast instead of an insect. Like they don't distinguish between the two. So, yeah, he definitely talks to bugs all the time. Wow. Um. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and a belt pouch containing ten, 10 gold pieces worth of mixed coins. That's the first time I've ever seen it specify that mixed. you don't actually your 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 life is such a hot mess. You don't have ten gold coins. You've got like. The pocket change that adds up to ten gold coins. You're up there, like handing out copper from different civilizations. You
0: haven't even organized the bills in ascending order. Like, no, it's just a rat's nest in there.
1: It's a mess. Um, all right. Do you have a name for your guy? Oh, you gave it. You gave it yeah. already. Derek. Derek. Good. Derek. Time. Why did Derek? what did we name a bug? uh Oh boy you know, he has a name that no one else can say.
0: Yeah, because that's how it would be, right? And um
1: No, I don't want to go there. I was going to say, what would his traveling companions call him? Like Mr. Mantis or something like that. Or hey, Dung Beetle. Like there'd be some horrible name that they call him. Shell. (laughs) Hey, Shelly. Um (laughs) Shelly. <laughs> um and, or or you punish your fellow players by coming up with some like clicking noise oh. that is
0: Mandy for mandibles.
1: Mandy. <laughs> Armand because he gets so many arms. Oh wow. Um Oh, what's the noise when what is the word for the noise that bugs make when they rub their legs together?
0: Oh, like like how crickets do? Yeah no nope, uh,
1: you just told me his name is cricket oh okay that's what yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna be his name is cricket that works and that is if you see hear his name in thry green there's definitely some c's and k's and r's in there yeah like it's this like it's like a clicking noise and then his friends just call him cricket because it's the closest they can get and it's also a bug it's like that's cricket that's and then you'll hear bug. and and with his lack of social skills they'll introduce him as cricket and he'll telepathically say whoever just introduced him as cricket that's that's not my that's not my name
0: that's not that's please don't close
1: enough cricket shut up <laughs> <laughs> wow um well, yeah cricket. these are
0: some awful characters
1: <laughs> i i would actually play this dude this is this is you know it is it's yours is tougher to to play because it doesn't have like <laughs> you don't have anything outstanding in terms of of stats right
0: no 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 I mean you know the closest I come is that fourteen in charisma that's it yeah which I mean for comedic purposes like yeah these guys could could roam around they could he's do an NPC stuff. yeah very much an npc like you're beating yeah. this guy up for information mm-hmm. while he uses cure wounds to like stop his asthma attack
1: yeah the, he's he, you run into him at the club
0: yes right? absolutely
1: um he might help the player characters out in a bar brawl and get the snot beat out of him yeah 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 yeah
0: 100%. but, but was it
1: with a 19 with the 19 ever the 18 start in wisdom Cricket isn't completely useless. He's just gonna be he's gonna fail every charisma saving throw. He can't beat a saving throw for a charisma. No. If and the that's DM wants get you to get some trouble. If the DM wants to do some mind control, your party's screwed because the, the druid ain't yeah. getting out of that. Nope. Um but I would actually Cr- Cricket is playable. He's just a he has some he has some weaknesses that the DM could exploit a lot happily right slap yeah. some mind sliver on this guy because he's got the seven intelligence too so
0: well and you just better hope that this guy never gets laid because that's it
1: well i don't think he has to like what if what if what if the mating ritual of the thry cream has nothing to do with charisma what if there's just an exchange of eggs and stuff like once a year out in the desert
0: well but if it's like mantis's like i mean that's it he's dead oh right?
1: yeah you know what with the, with a 7 intelligence and a 3 charisma he'd be like oh oops whoop forgot and that would be the last thing he thinks before his head is ripped off the body <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay well i think that's a good place to wrap it up uh, Mantis mating rituals that's that, Mantis that mating a rituals. good place to thai cream <laughs> decapitation uh this has been characters in class you can find us at characters in class.com or on any social media see in class podcast uh, uh you can find me at colin carlton.com or at colin carlton vo uh maybe next week we won't be completely uh sick <laughs> maybe we'll yeah. eat this Maybe next week.
1: I don't know. We'll see. We're, we're we'll getting old, Colin. This this stuff lingers now. It lingers. Um yeah, you can find so you can find both of us over on the Ravenfolly Uh not the Raven, I always do that. I've done that every episode. You it's do. Just Ravenfolly or on all posting pod postcasting podcasting apps at uh Ravenfolly Institute presents. Um we are currently in season two, the God Mirror Conspiracy. Um currently running long because of some character choices that were amazingly creative. So check it out. Um, and season one is complete. You can listen to the entire yes. uh, arc of season one on demand at your pace and at your leisure. Um, And we're on all social medias as either Raven Folly or Raven Folly Institute, um, depending on the app, but we're easy to find. And you can find me at MatthewFillion.com or or uh, at either Matt or Matthew Fillion on all social medias as well. I'm pretty easy to find there uh come tell me i made a terrible character come pick on me for dm decisions made over on raven poly or tell me to yeah, send me some chicken soup recipes or something to try to get over this mess
0: yeah yeah send us some uh, send us some soup uh, send us some generic uh, medication that is for sinus things
1: it's like that little logo on like the wall the walgreens version it's like comparable yes. too
0: Yes. W- wallow, yes. Fed. <laughs> wallow fed. Wallow fed.
1: T- targo fed. If it, if you're a Targo <laughs> target targ- fed and all, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Podcast fed. Yes. Okay, that's it. Have a great night, everybody. Enjoy.